0: college basketball is changing and that's what we're going to talk about today here on big twelve hoops i have a headset on today uh... for those of you listening to the podcast i also do a youtube channel big twelve hoops on youtube so you can go over and watch me on that uh... youtubers as i just said i am doing a podcast as well so that explains the headset on my head and kind of the different intro there But college basketball is changing and what i mean is There is no dominant team anymore. There are no dominant teams. The Blue Bloods are nothing more than four college basketball programs. Uh, Kentucky, Duke, and North Carolina are not ranked. Kansas is ranked nine and hanging on by a thread in the toughest league in basketball, that is the Big 12. But my point is, every team has the potential to beat Anyone, on any given night, I have some uh, top 25 upsets pulled up here, and I'm just going to rattle off a few to kind of kick things off here. Marquette beat Wisconsin, who was ranked number four at the time. Georgia Tech beat Kentucky, who was ranked 20th at the time. Kentucky's been getting, I think they're four and seven. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Missouri beat Illinois, who was ranked sixth at the time. They've fallen off. Marquette beat Creighton. These are some games in December here and November. Uh... Richmond beat Kentucky, Virginia Tech beat Villanova, uh Maryland beat Wisconsin as well, Oklahoma State beat Kansas which it's kind of an it is an upset but not really a big one. Butler recently beat Creighton. Uh Missouri lost again. Number 5 Houston lost to Tulsa. Minnesota beat Iowa who looked dominant for so long. Northwestern beat Michigan State. I mean it 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 just goes on and on. And on a lower scale, Kansas State isn't ranked, but a Division II Fort Hayes State basketball squad rolled into Manhattan and pummeled the Wildcats of Kansas State. So not just on a scale of top 25, top 10, top 5 matchups, upsets can happen at different levels as well. There are a lot of people out there in that world that are really good at the game of basketball. And on any given night, any given team can mesh together all five players on the court, no matter who it is, can play really good and can beat anybody i I live in a small town uh high school has about five hundred people in it town's got a thousand uh but you ever have that player at your high school if you live down in Texas somewhere where basketball's big or I guess that's football but uh just or the metro area, Kansas City, where basketball's huge, Oak Hill Academy, all those different places uh where basketball's big, you may not be able to relate. Uh, but I can, if you ever have that player who goes to your high school who is, like, worshipped. He's, like, the best thing since sliced bread. He's, like, the best player on the basketball team. He's the most popular person in school. Wh- whatever the case may be, he's freaky good at basketball, at least it looks like. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh, we have this kid. He's incredible. And then they even, that person even struggles to go on and make it at a JUCO, a two-year college. Uh, I've seen that happen multiple times in our area. Just think about if those players look so good to us and then go on to struggle at a D2 level or JUCO level, think about how good these D1 players are, even the ones who aren't recruited by a highly ranked team. Think about how good you have to be unless you're coach's son or you know somebody that knows somebody and you just sit the bench the whole season those put aside, think about how good these true D1 recruits are. I mean, just think about it. Even a bench player for Gonzaga, think about how good they are. They would school that person that we were referring to who went on to struggle at a D2 JUCO level out of high school. They would smoke them in a 1v1. Now, I'm sure there may be some exceptions due to maybe, oh, just a college, a high college not Wanting to recruit somebody because of maybe something they did. Maybe grades, academics, whatever it may be. I'm sure there are some exceptions out there. But just the principle of the thing. Just think about it. There are people out there that uh, may sit the bench all game. But they're still unbelievable at basketball. Um, And I don't feel like we give these guys enough credit. You know, we're so conditioned to... uh, Just seeing good basketball, that's what we expect out of these, well, they play for Kansas, they're a D1 athlete, they play for West Virginia, Texas Tech. They shouldn't miss, they shouldn't miss a layup. They're still human, and sometimes we forget, these guys are college kids. I'm 19, some of the best players in the country are my age. I'm 5'8", 140 pounds. It it just kind of makes me laugh sometimes. Um... But yeah, I mean, these people are so good at the game of basketball. And I say all of this to come to the conclusion of every team is really good, technically. Of course, yeah, of course some teams are better. Of course some teams are much better. But that doesn't mean that those teams are necessarily bad. I mean, take let, let's take uh, number one team, or I guess this is Big 12, we'll use Baylor. Baylor's the best team in the Big 12. We'll take Baylor. If you put them up against a team like, oh, I'm just going to look at one and just name it off, put them up against a team like Virginia Tech, who upset Clemson earlier. Clemson was ranked 24. Okay, whatever. And Virginia Tech also beat Villanova earlier. We'll just take Virginia Tech. If you take Virginia Tech and you play them against Baylor 10 times, is Baylor going to win the majority of those games? Yes. But will they win them all? Probably not. Um, Virginia Tech would probably find a way to win two, three of those games. Um, That's just how it is. It's the nature of the beast. Every team is good. Every team is good, and the game is changing. It used to be. It used to be. I say it's changing. There's always been good teams, great athletes, but there had always been those dominant teams that were always at the top. There were the Blue Bloods which just in recent years have fallen off. Uh, when I say Blue Bloods, I'm specifically referring to Kentucky, Duke, and North Carolina because Kansas has still held pretty strong, uh, ranked top 10. Um, but it just seems to be kind of a reoccurring theme of night in and night out top 10 teams getting knocked off, and people are surprised by it. I'm past that point. If I see a top 10 team got beat by somebody who's unranked, big deal. People make such a big deal out of it. They'll see a matchup go across the bottom line on ESPN. Number two, or I don't know, number three Villanova. I don't know. I'm just naming. Number three Villanova versus St. Mary's, who's not ranked. And they'll go, oh my goodness, Villanova's going to kill them. And uh, maybe it's. Second half, five minutes left, Villanova's up by five. You know, it's close. St. Mary's is playing them tight. I'm just making this up, and people go, my gosh, what's wrong with Villanova? They should be killing them. Maybe Villanova isn't playing that good, but people don't even think for a second to give credit to that unranked team. There are hundreds of basketball college basketball teams. I'm actually going to look up here real quick how many there are. How many college basketball teams are there? I don't know. I know that there's at least 300, 350 division one 350 schools okay so i was pretty dang close give or take 350 college basketball teams and they only rank 25 but we're so quick to assume that outside of that 25 they should get beat by the people inside that that ranking and that's just not how it is and teams you know that drives them you know that drives them the fact that people look and just immediately count them out you know that has to drive those players. Because they're deceived, or perceived, rather, conceived, I don't know, whatever you want to use, as not good to an extent. Oh, they're unranked. Again, 350 teams, give or take. And they only rank 25. And, of course, some people, an argument to what I'm saying could be, well, look at Gonzaga. They're ranked number one. They have a great squad. Both of those are true. They have a phenomenal basketball team. Great players. Great. Uh, better than a lot of other teams. And they play all these teams that I'm talking about all season long. What I'm saying is Gonzaga's t- schedule. Um, and they don't lose many games a year. They might not lose this season. And it's not the case every single year, every team... Are there still dominant teams? Kind of. I would say Gonzaga is probably the most dominant, um, simply because of how good they are. And then, like I just said, their schedule is filled with all these teams that I have been referring to, the unranked teams who are counted out, the unranked teams who are given no shot, the unranked teams who are looked at as bad. But yet Gonzaga still finds a way to beat them. So is Gonzaga, and they've beaten West Virginia, Kansas, which, you know, okay, okay, those are two beatable teams, but still, people look at Gonzaga and think they play no one. Well, they've played people this year. I'm going to look them up here. Gonzaga has look, has played against some pretty good teams, and they've definitely proven themselves this season. Um, let's see here, 2020-2021 they have beaten number six, Kansas. Number 11, West Virginia. Number three, Iowa, whom they just, oh, they beat them good. Number 16, Virginia, okay, but that's besides the fact they were going to play Baylor, which I think would have been incredible. Their zero question, Gonzaga, has proved themselves. Offensively, they score a ton of points. Defensively, they hold their teams to fewer points. But, th- yeah, there's no question Gonzaga's proven themselves. So the question is, is Gonzaga the lone, the only remaining in college basketball dominant team? We talk about the Blue Bloods kind of fading a little bit. Uh, Kansas is still hanging on a little bit. Uh, is Baylor a rising dominant team? There are a couple questions here. Now, are, can those teams lose? yes. If Gonzaga lost this season, like I said, I'm past the point of being surprised. So I would not necessarily be surprised if Gonzaga lost just because of what I've talked about for the last 10, 11 minutes. I don't even know how long it's been. Teams are given no shot, and they're still really good. Uh, I I think that's hogwash. I think that teams should not be overlooked. Um, Another example, as a Kansas fan, this is kind of a Big 12 thing, so we'll talk about that a little bit, Kansas losing to Oklahoma State, who is unranked, but they would be ranked if they were still given a shot at the Mar- March Madness tournament. Again, they are exempt from that from that this season. Oklahoma State would be ranked if they were still going to be involved in the big tournament come March, but uh, I don't view that as a huge upset. Is it an upset? Yes. KU was only picked to win that game by like I think the spread ended up being three, three and a half, maybe lower. But uh, Vegas kind of has it figured out to an extent. They kind of understand that, hey, these teams are good, but they're not that good. They're not going to cover a 10, 15-point spread like they like people think they should every single night. That's not how it goes. These teams are good. And it doesn't seem like, excuse me, year in and year out, last year, Kansas had the best team in the Big 12 by far through my eyes. That was the best Kansas team I have seen in my life. Um, and it doesn't seem like it matters how good a team is. Kansas is usually good every single year. But even on their best years, sure, they went 17-1 and one in the Big 12, phenomenal, crushed it. But they still struggled at times to beat these teams well why because those teams are dang good people just don't get it even on some teams best seasons they're gonna struggle it's just it's so deceptive Uh, people people's views of these teams they immediately count them out and they don't even think critically about whether they're good or not they don't even look at their roster they just assume that they're not good College basketball is changing, man. Every single team is good. Where was I? I was looking at Kansas. Oh, yeah, their dominance inside. Well, okay, Oklahoma State was beating Kansas. Uh, Yeah, I mean, people think, oh, my goodness, how did they lose to Oklahoma State? San Diego State or or, 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 uh, North Dakota State. Uh, sorry, went into Allen Fieldhouse. Kansas beat them by four. They were down half or more of the second half and barely won that game. Again, people look at it. I'm not trying to bore you here. People look at it and go, oh my gosh, they barely beat North Dakota State. Now, was Kansas great? No, but North Dakota State is dang good. People don't get it. They gave Creighton fits. Creighton's now lost three, four games recently uh, to uh, unranked teams. I think maybe three. They lost one last night. Um, but, yeah, people just look and think, boom, man, they're not that good. But they are. Uh, let's see what else has happened here. Let's click on – let's look at Texas here. They've only lost one game, and I think that was to Villanova. Yes, it was. So, t- And that was early on in the season. I think Texas would beat Villanova now if they played again. So Texas kind of holding strong there again. They will lose. I can promise you that. They will lose. Um, Another ranked Big 12 team. Again, just trying to keep this tied to the Big 12 a little bit. I know it's about college basketball as a whole, but just going down the line and trying to keep this tied with our topic that is the Big 12. Uh, Texas Tech here, their losses. They lost to Oklahoma State, 82-77. Of course, lost to Baylor Houston, who's pretty solid this season. And I'm seeing if they had any close wins here. They, uh, Oklahoma, man, they should be ranked. I'm telling you. Texas Tech only beat OU by two. Te- uh, KU only beat OU by four. And they go to Norman this Saturday. I am going to that game and going to do kind of a vlog deal on that with my buddy Brett. Uh, but we are going to go to that name in nor- game. in Norman, Oklahoma should be ranked, man. I'm telling you. That is, a g- again, they're 5-2, and 1-1 one and one in crop conference play, maybe they aren't ranked because they've only played seven games. That's my best guess. They've lost to number two, Baylor, number six, Kansas, number 15, Texas Tech, and early on, this might be what the committee is looking at. They lost to TCU by four, which, okay, again, this is all about what we're talking about here. Every team is good, and any team can win on any given night. Every team is good. Every team. They lost to Xavier 99 to 77. Uh, So, I mean, that's a I did not even know that happened. Against Xavier, though Xavier seven and zero, or oh no 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 ten and 10 and two. Sorry, man. Whenever I click on the matchup, it shows their record during the time of that game. I apologize for that. So maybe OU is not uh, uh, whatever I said five and two. They are eight and four. I apologize. I <laughs> I did not figure that's how they would have that go. But Xavier ten and two, not ranked. They lost to number thirteen Creighton. They lost. To an unranked Seton Hall. Again, whoop de doo They lost to an unranked Seton Hall. Who cares? Seton Hall is 9-6, and six, second in the Big East. And just recently, I thought they knocked somebody off. Okay, they lost to Villanova by two. That's what it was. Number three, Villanova. Number three, Villanova only beat an unranked Seton Hall by two. Well, you'd think, okay, Villanova's not that good. Drop them. No, 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 All these teams are good, and I'm not just going to keep going down the line here and bore you to death, but uh, I'm just saying that these are the facts here, man, and this is just how college basketball now is. This is the new normal of college basketball. Get used to it. Who's going to win the tournament in March? No idea. Anybody can win it. Thank you for joining me here on this podcast and YouTube video if you are watching. Uh, You don't have to subscribe. I really don't care. But comment below if you agree, disagree, or I'd like to just uh, talk to you about it. I love talking college basketball, as you can tell. I know I ramble on a little bit, uh, but I'm by myself, and so I don't have anybody else to bounce off of. So I try and drag this out a little bit for you guys to make it worthwhile. Uh, College basketball is changing. Uh, Thank you for joining me on this episode, and have a good rest of your day, and God bless.